With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome aboard Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle O'Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by rivals here on this uh, Wednesday, hump day, June 3rd. And it's going to be a hot one, Todd Leary. Yes, it is. We like we like it that way, though. A lot, a lot better than the alternative. I'll certainly uh, take that. No rain, no, uh, no, no cold. It's I complain be... almost every day when it's 30 degrees, so I will not complain when it's 90 degrees. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's it's summer, and I, I, I kind of knew we weren't going to have much of a spring once we got past that. It kind of kept staying low, low, low. I'm like, boy, it's going to go straight to summer. Yep, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, their favorite time of year is the fall and the spring because the temperatures or whatever. Like, I am not a hypocrite when it comes to that. I like the heat. I will take it as warm as it can get. Absolutely. Uh, looking forward to having Amanda Cahill on the program today, a former uh, one of the former greats for Indiana Women's Program. With along with Tyra, they hung a WNIT banner a few years ago in a Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Also on with us, Kevin Brockway from CNHI Papers. He had a nice piece out yesterday about uh, Coach Johns and the football program. A little bit of sad news. What's it's pretty sad? Wes Unseld, um, Hall of Famer. I mean, this dude. Uh, if you're not a uh, basketball fishing out he he was a, a dominant force in the 70s in the nba and i mean and I, when i say dominant the dude he won rookie of the year and the mvp in his first year in the nba only one other player in the history of the league has done that and that's will chamberlain um but wes unsell did this he was six foot seven playing center and did all this that he did it, it's i i knew who was i, I did not know his stats Right. Until I started digging into, I'm like, what? Wait, wait, what? Six, seven? I mean, wow! He's playing against Chamberlain, against all those guys. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and there were, you know, there are a few players. It's very difficult to say. It's like comparing generations, or it is comparing generations, which is a very difficult thing to do because you're not competing against the same people. But he just in in what I have seen about him and and read about him and heard people talk about him, he's one of those guys that could have played in any generation most like you know for the biggest reason because he played hard and you know at six foot seven back then you you should have been the guy lumbering up and down the court and and he really wasn't he was hustling all over the floor and you know he's just he's a guy that that could have played in any generation yeah two-time all-american at uh louisville i mean the, the just but that he played for the Washington, the well they're the bullets uh, but he played with the same organization uh, the, the whole time, from 1968 to 1981. Won an NBA title in 1978. But um, 
the dude was, yeah, he, he's kind of like Barkley, but better. He's one yeah, inch taller than Barkley bigger, and, yeah. and just did so much more. I mean, not I'm not cutting on Barkley, but man, man, they were both great. I mean, but rookie of the year and player of the year and, and win the MVP to me, that's just incredible. Yeah, but if you'd have taken Barkley and, and plucked him back and put him in the 70s, I he mean, could have played. He would, oh, he he would have been played. like that too. So, oh, he just, could, yeah. But, but and plus, that was such a rough league back then. A lot right. of, he, those guys that beat and bang could play. Now, today, how many of today's stars could fit back into anywhere? That's fun. I, well, I mean, take, shooters, take a load. Shooters can, I think, but. Take, take alone right now the guys, you know, there's so many really good scorers. But, but even take a guy like James Harden. And, and, and believe me, I, I think he's insanely talented. Russell Westbrook, those guys are crazy talented. But you take them and try to put them back on like the, on Magic Johnson's team or Larry Bird's team. I mean, think about a guy standing out there. It, it would be the equivalent of every time down the court, Larry Bird stood out there and dribble, 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 dribble until it was time to shoot the ball. Nobody moved. There's no cutting. There's no screening. No movement without the ball. And then, and then he just figured out a way to get a shot off. And he could do that. But, but that's, not, <laughs> that's not successful winning basketball. And, and to this point, we have yet to see a team win a championship that plays like that. And I'm just surprised that uh, that more people don't figure that out. Is James Harden incredibly – is he maybe the best offensive player in the league? Maybe. But it doesn't mean they're going to win anything. If I've learned nothing, which I hope I already knew this, but if you think back of the, the Celtics, if you think back of those Lakers, the, 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 the stuff we just watched with uh, Michael Jordan and, and the bad boys, the one thing that every one of those groups had in common, that it was not one person – Right. Every everyone from the Lakers, Mikhail Parrish, Bird, Dennis Johnson, uh, Mikhail, uh, you go on down the line of the Lakers, you, you just got it. There's a group of superstars. There's not one. Houston has had, for one time, they've had, you know, it's kind of one superstar. Well, then they, they added a, another superstar in Harden and, and Westbrook. And I'm like, I don't, it's like there's two points are kind of fighting off each other, but where's the rest of the team? Well, and the that's old, why. I'm, you know the old saying of there's some, there's not enough balls on the court for for certain teams and or certain guys on teams and you know that's that's obviously factual but you know the one of the things in that documentary that I was surprised they didn't you know dwell a little bit more on and and maybe it's just because I wanted to, them to talk more about it was you know Jordan Jordan was obviously great he ended up being a great leader he ended up being all these different things but at the end of the day you know he he realized and recognized the fact he wasn't going to be able to win championships by him being the best player and leading the league in scoring. That wasn't going to be enough to just have them win championships. He had to figure out a way to make everybody on the team better. And, and you know, he, they didn't win their first championship till what, 91? He came in the league in 84. I mean, he, they went a lot of seasons as being the best player in the league without winning anything. And they and mentioned that, 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 that it, the reason he didn't was because of his own, not selfishness, but what you're talking about. But if, but, but re- imagine right now if James Harden came out and, and actually, like, I don't think James Harden recognizes the fact that, you know, he can't win by just him being the best scorer in the league. I think he thinks right now, and this, I don't know him at all. I'm just looking at it. And when you watch it on pay, watch it on TV and, and look at the stats, I think he thinks he's got to average more points in order for them to win. And, and it's just, it couldn't be farther from the truth. And I think he's got to look at the Jordan documentary and, 
And, it, you know, it almost sounds like Chinese to him because I don't think he understands the fact that it's not – James Harden is great, but it's not how many more points James Harden can score. It's, it's what the rest of the team can do. And, you know, that's when you become not just a great player but a great teammate and leader. Absolutely. Indiana's uh, released a plan for the athletes to return uh, to getting back on campus. And um, as you mentioned a minute ago, it's, it's good to see, but uh, kind of behind – Several other schools, but nonetheless, they're in that direction. Football is looking at June fifteenth, and then it's just a a parade after that. Well, and and, you know, you've said this from day one when we started seeing schools, you know, put out dates of when they were going to come back. And and once the NCAA kind of opened things up for schools to make their own decisions, um, and June first was that date. You know, uh, I was surprised that Ohio State you know, took the stance of they weren't coming back until June the 8th. Um, just because I thought the second things would open up, they'd be there. And now we're hearing June 15th for Indiana to come back. And I'm surprised they're a week later than that. But also, let's keep in mind, um, we, we don't know all the details when it comes to something like that. Uh, what that says to me, as much as anything, is is June 15th the date that the facilities will be back open. Because once the facilities are back open, um, it makes sense for the players to be back on campus. Until they're open, it doesn't make any sense for them to be on campus. I agree with you a thousand percent. Uh, quick little, little quick note: we got to talk about your boy, your 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 mayor from Carmel again. Uh, he just can't stand out of his own way. He he rescinded. He rescinded. He decided it wasn't a good de- a, idea to sue Minneapolis. Boy, he's a smart one. Uh, so he pulls that one back, but in the aftermath of being a moron, he brought upon a ton of threats against his city from outside because of his moronic behavior. And because of that, he instituted a 9 p.m. curfew in Carmel last night. Well, let, let me, uh, you know, in, uh, I don't know if Jimmy recognized this or not, but I, I drove up to, uh, I drove up to see the kids this week and, and, um, I know in Fishers and in Carmel, they have police cars stationed at basically the entrances into Hamilton County at all points. So, so basically, off you come off of 69, you get off on one of the exits, there's a cop sitting right there. And same <laughs> thing in Carmel, same thing in Fishers. Like it was, and, and you know what? I don't mind that. Like everyone should be in favor of that because right now, police presence just needs to be. Uh, it needs to be there. And it, oh, I, I understand. I, I think that there probably would have been a no need in those yeah, particular I mean, locations look. had he not did what he did. They, they're like, they're, they don't care about Carmel. I mean, but now he brought that. He, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in this situation, you know, sometimes silence and, and just being anonymous is kind of a good thing. And, you know, he, he oh. he's done a lot of great things. I mean, Mayor Brainerd has, has done a lot of great things in Carmel. And, and boy, he stepped in it with that one. They, they did not make any sense. He might want to stop while he's ahead. Uh, yeah. NFL teams are allowed to train. They will be training at their own facilities. Uh, uh, it was announced yesterday. But there will be no joint practices like there have been. We've seen uh, scrimmages and all that stuff before. There's going to be none of that. Everybody staying where you are in your own place and training there uh, instead of going other places and whatnot. So uh, they're, they're, I think the NFL is really gearing towards having – as normal a season, and I, I hate to ever use that word again, but as normal a season as possible uh, is what they're trying to gear towards, I think. 
Yeah, and, and you know, I, I truly – I think we're going to follow the lead of college football and the NFL um, a lot when it comes to this. Uh, I know there's a, there's a vote tomorrow in the NBA for the structure they're going to have for, the, for finishing off last season. Um, and then I, I saw – like I saw that the season is scheduled to kind of end October 12th for the NBA. So obviously that's going to push back next season for them a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I think the NFL, I mean, even if, even if they shaved a game or two, um, it's not near as big a deal. Look at what happens at the end of the season. The last game of the season in the NFL generally only affects two, two teams, maybe, maybe four at the absolute most. I mean, most of them rest their players and have already locked things up by the end of the season. College football is different with only, you know, 10, 11, 12 games for these teams, uh, you know, losing a game or two is a much bigger percentage and difference for those teams. And, and you know, I, I if they lost a couple of early preseason games, I mean, what, what, what would they do, Jim? Would they change the, you know, the eligibility requirement for bowl games and not make it six games and make it five? If they lose a game or two, do they make it five games? You know, that's that stuff that I hadn't even considered. The funny, the funny that you bring that up because I, I'm not. I guess I'm not letting my mind. Yeah, we're not. We don't want to. Think, if you think about it's it, like, it's exactly. like being in denial. I'm in yeah. denial about. It, I swear sure. because I'm like going. That's a perfectly rational thing. And I said I never even considered that. I never even thought. Well, I mean, we, you know, once we start thinking that way, we're kind of accepting the fact that that you know there's going to be different and there's going to be some changes, and and that's not comfortable in a lot of for a lot of us in certain situations and we we've become really accustomed to the way things are done in NCAA basketball and NCAA football. And, uh, you know, it, it's just going to, we got, it's going to be different. Well, here we'll talk more about the value plan on athletics return. Kevin Brockway from CNHI is going to join us later uh, on that. Larry hit us up on the text line says, great to hear Charlie and chronic yesterday. He was a bit disappointed in IU football recruiting right now. Lost three awfully good players to out-of-state schools. Montgomery doesn't have him in his final list, but uh, he's have a great day. Appreciate you, Larry. Uh, also uh, hitting up, Alan says, it's hump day from beautiful southern Indiana. Have a great day. Tim uh, Race Thompson says he was in the crowd that semi-truck drove through in Minneapolis where he's from. Race says he was in the crowd, but I didn't see the semi uh, semi-truck. So they've had another incident there. I did not know that. You didn't see that? I missed that one. <laughs> you know, that was an unfortunate situation because the, the police blocked off the interstate and they blocked it off behind like a tanker truck. that had he's gotten, trying to get turned around or something. And he, probably. And he was just trying to get through the – I mean, you're talking thousands of people there. And he didn't go barreling through there. He tried to just inch his way through there and, and get through, but it, it didn't work out very well. This, I, I, this sounds just like uh, way, way back in the, the deal with uh, Rodney King. Uh, I remember the same exact thing. There was a helicopter shot over above. They pulled a guy out of his cab. Yeah, the yeah, brick. yeah. I, I remember that. Uh, so hopefully that's uh, – Well, I saw Trace Jackson Davis and Joey yeah, Buck, yeah. Uh, marching I, I, in Indy yesterday. Going to mention that, but, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, they posted that on there, marching together. Uh, Trace Jackson and Joey. I, I think there may have been others. I'm not sure if there was others up there. I saw also Chris Beard and Texas Tech down in Lubbock uh, as a team out, out doing some things together. Uh, so that's, that's – cool to see all that stuff 
Also, Tim hit us up with Zion Williamson lost his protective order request. He's going to have to answer some questions about illegal benefits. Says he's going to appeal, of course. We'll talk about that stuff with Kevin Brockway, too, when he comes on. But up next, Amanda Cahill, one of the uh, former greats, value women's basketball, joining us here on Indiana Football or on Indiana Football, on Indiana Sports Beat. Before I do that, though, don't forget, man, if you're looking for an incredible deal uh, for your for Father's Day coming up, I, I think I got it for you. Uh, the this rounds on me promotion. Dad plays for one dollar. Get yourself some major dad points this Father's Day by treating him to a round on the Donald Ross course at French Lick. Dad plays for just one buck with a full paid round on Sunday, June twenty first. Hurry, tea times won't last. Give him a call eight one two nine three six five five two three eight one two nine three six five five two three today book your father's day outing at french lick we're back with more in indiana sports beat from the golf club at eagle point studios powered by rivals right after this Everybody, Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red IU hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Rain Shaddy, with FC Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the Golf Club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. Call 812-824-1100 to make a tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, 
even money saving, just like FDA approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. This is former Indiana basketball player Brian Evans, and you're listening to Indiana Sports Beat with Jim Coyle. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Field. Coyle Larry coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios. Powered by rivals on this hump day, Wednesday, June 3rd. Happy to have with us Amanda Cahill, one of Indiana basketball's women basketball's former greats. Amanda, how are you? Hi, good. Um, thanks for having me. That's great to have you. Todd Larry with us as, uh, as always, of course, as well. Uh, hope things are going well for you. Uh, where, where are you now? I am back in Ohio right now for the summer. Um, I just got back from playing overseas in Luxembourg. Well, I guess now it's the last few months, but um, our season got canceled early. So I'm here until August, and then I'm planning on going back for one more season. I saw that there was a piece on you in the Star not too long ago. It talked about some of that. And and the COVID, this pandemic is really – Oh, of course, it's it's messed up all of our lives, but uh, we're, there's a lot of careers that, that we're kind of in the midst of, of, of like yours particular, that uh, it, it really kind of throw a, threw a wrench in. Yeah, so we were um, in the playoffs of our season, and we had, a couple, I think, a month and a half or so left, and then we found out that the season was canceled, and we had to go home, basically, and we might be stuck there for a few months until everything kind of blew over, so... It all kind of happened quickly, and um, I was fortunate enough that I got to get a flight and be able to come home and spend it with my family at least. But, yeah, it was definitely a change of plans. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of guys, a lot of former IU guys, that uh, athletes, period, that Jordan Hulls and uh, Mo Creek and uh, all mm-hmm. the, that were playing overseas and uh, had to uh, scurry to get home. Todd, you played uh, overseas before. Can you imagine having – I, can, I absolutely pandemic? cannot. No, not not in that <laughs> scenario. I mean, getting home to your family would have been about the, the the only thing on your mind at that point. But, but Amanda, what, at, this, at this juncture right now, I know – I mean, things are still pretty much in limbo right now in the United States. What are they telling you about timing time frame for going back over there? Right now, we're still set for mid-August. Um, there, they're starting to open things back up, so I'm hoping everything will be fine and on that timetable. But, um, yeah, as of now, it's still mid-August. Now, uh, we, we've seen that uh, you're looking at potentially this being your last year. We know that you're going to be a teacher, co- some coaching. Uh, we talked to Tyra. She's talked about coaching. That coaching bug, just that, that, that competitive juice, it's kind of hard to get it out of your system. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I've been around basketball my entire life. My dad was a high school coach, and he coached me in high school. So um, I obviously enjoy playing a lot, but I also enjoy the um, just the entire aspect of being around the game and um, having that strategy of coaching and um, trying to help kids develop their game as well. Now, if this is going to be your last year playing uh, and you're, when you come back, is there an area where you're, you're already looking at going? Are you going back home, uh, or, or is that just still up in the air? I'm still pretty much up in the air. I'd like to say somewhere around in the Midwest, just because um, not too far from my family, but I'm not sure in what area. 
Have bags will travel, Todd Leary. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, especially in that scenario. When you when you talk about coaching, will you want to stay at the high school level or will you try to get into, you know, college or the professional level? Probably high school. Um, I'm really looking forward to my career of teaching, um, and I'm certified for elementary school. So with that, I think it would just be easiest to coach high school. You know, we've had Tyra on, and she's, uh, I call her TV Tyra now because she's doing the BTN <laughs> stuff. But, uh, man, have you ever thought of something like that could be interesting in the TV side? Because she wants to get back into coaching, too, she's told us when she was on here. But uh, uh, TV, I, I, I'm like, Tyra, stay in TV. That's the cush job. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think well, she's enjoyed it. Um, she's doing a good job, so it's been kind of cool to see her do that. It's a cush job compared to teaching preschool and elementary school kids. I mean that you're you're signing up for one of the most difficult jobs in the world, and uh, that that's you know I, I commend. I've got some some good friends that are high school coaches and and in turn also teachers. And man, I uh, I commend them, and and I think a lot of people share the sentiment. Teachers are the most underappreciated aspect of of uh, or job in the country. So. Uh, we commend you for that. I, I read up on a bunch of stuff. I mean, how many academic awards you won at IU and, and, you know, that is, that's one of the things that, that you can be proud of for your life. Cause there's not very many people who can say they were academic, all big 10 and all Americans and all that. So congratulations to you on that. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And it's with uh, I talked about when you, you played with Tyra, you, you two guys were the, the linchpins of a, an NI, a WNIT championship. And how cool was it uh, to end your career? I mean, I know it was the it was the NIT, but I mean, a tournament, national tournaments, a national tournament. But to get to do that in, in Simon Scott Assembly Hall, that that coolness alone is, is had to be pretty. I was there. It was uh, the atmosphere was amazing. I mean, that was a pretty fun time. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those days that you just don't forget, and I think I'll always remember. Um, it was really special, not only being my last game and that we won, but just, um, I don't know, kind of wrapping up my career and, and like with my team in front of such a big crowd, and it was just a really neat, um, kind of like you said, atmosphere. Um, I remember when we were getting announced and all the lights were off and everyone had their flashlights on their phone going. I just remember I kind of like had to catch my breath a little bit because it was just such a neat thing to see. And, and and like I said, Tyra was on not too long ago, and I talked to her about the same thing. Is that you two were like, and, and it's not like when IU's program started with you guys, but there wasn't a lot that had gone on. And and, and since then, that foundation you guys have laid, man, they haven't looked back. And this year's upcoming season, potentially one of the best, if not the best, in program history. Yeah, um, I mean that was kind of our goal going in our freshman year was to kind of. Um, get things going in the right direction and um it was just cool that we got to play a small part of that and it's been really fun watching them these past years since we have left and all the success they've had and um i'm just really happy for them and i'm still a huge fan obviously and i'm excited i don't know if i'll make it to a game this year being overseas but hopefully next year when i'm back um teaching i'll be able to make a few games they're also, uh, we talk about coaching, but they're, they're, they have an opening spot on the coaching staff for the first time in four years as uh, a coach I'm sure you're familiar with, moving on to with her husband yeah. as he was a coach at IU. But uh, there, there's not very many openings come up on this staff, it seems. Yeah, they've been pretty consistent. Um, especially, yeah, I think they're only a little bit while I was there since I've been, like you mentioned, pretty consistent. So um, that's good to see, and that helps, I think, too, just um, 
everyone's kind of familiar with what's expected and familiar and are able to build those relationships with the coaches, which I think helps as well. Yeah, I was gonna, that was my next question. How much has that helped as well as leading into where they are today with having uh, that consistency and, and not much change and turnaround? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really huge. I think a lot of people get so caught up with what happens on the court, but we're around each other so much, and it's so um, so important just the relationships you build off the court, not only with your teammates but with your coaches as well. So having that consistent carryover I definitely think helps. So what are you doing to spend the rest of your summer amid this uh, pandemic as we try to climb out of that? Uh, what's on your schedule? I usually do um, basketball with kids, so I'm trying to kind of figure that out right now that the gyms are starting to open back up and get that all planned. So I'll probably do that hopefully for June and July. Um, I'm making sure for all the regulations and I have to wear a mask and uh, so sorting through that. But other than that, just spending time with my family and friends and um, just having to enjoy my time at home. Well, that's about the only thing that any of us can do, and uh, make sure you get that information to us once you get that figured out. We'll get it up on uh, on the site to make sure that everybody can find that. But uh, we certainly appreciate you taking some time to join us, and, and glad to hear things are going well. And uh, wish that you the summer that you get through this like the rest of us, and uh, have fun getting back. When would you leave for Luxembourg? Do you know that yet to go back? Um, I probably will leave the second week of August. My contract starts the 15th of August, but I'd like to travel a little bit, hopefully before, if everything goes as planned. And how long are you, are you gone? How long does the season last before you're back? Um, depending on how we do, either April or early May. Long. That's a long time, huh? Yeah. Well, we appreciate it again. Like I said, Amanda, uh, thank you so much. It's good catching up with you, and uh, and I hope that the things continue to go well. And look forward to having you back uh, around here permanently, and uh, look forward to that. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You betcha, Amanda Cahill, former uh, great for Indiana women's basketball program, joining us here on Indiana Sports Beat today. Uh, Todd, just one of those foundation players, but it is funny to see how that program has, you know, that was a new height then. I remember how all the crazy excitement. Well, that's nothing compared to what they're doing now. And I don't want to say it's nothing. It's just that they continue to to move, to trend upward. And that doesn't always happen. It's usually kind of bumpy. But this has been a slow and steady climb. Yep. And, you know, you, you bring up the fact of with men's basketball all the time, the teams that are successful are the ones that get older. And women's basketball, obviously, that's easier because people are not leaving and, and uh, going to the NBA all the time. But <clears throat> in this scenario, I mean, they had the right, the right athletes at the right time and and they built something and and you said it at the beginning of your interview is you know they built the foundation for it to continue to improve which meant you know they were going to get better and better as the years went on and um, you know the coaching staff is a big part of that but the players are a gigantic part of that too and obviously Tyra and Amanda are are two of the pillars that are going to be known for a long time as as being the ones that kind of created that situation. Yeah, and and this season they're they're expected to have the I, I think what will be the best team in program history potentially, and that's coming on the heels of losing their best defensive player uh, and Miss Basketball transferring out uh, with those losses, and they're still expected to have the best team in their program's history. I think that's that's where this team is now. Yeah, I mean that's where you you've seen. Uh, several players transfer and grad transfer into the program uh, from, you know, the likes of Notre Dame and, and some different, you know, pretty touted women's programs. So it's, it's definitely uh, um, trending in the right direction. And, and 
you know, with the expectations comes a little bit more pressure. And, and I always say, I say this all the time. I, I don't say that negatively because that w- when you have expectations, it's like we talk about with the football team right now, that pressure is what you want. That's what you play for. You don't want to go into a season with it being a rebuilding year. Or, I mean, that rebuilding term and, you know, uh, when, when you, there's no expectations, it's, it's a crappy feeling. And so, you know, this is, I think the women's program, men's program, in basketball, the football program, all of them have super high expectations right now. And um, that's a great thing. I, I, I look forward to that. Absolutely. Hey, this big, uh, b- big news note I, I failed to mention, Rob Gronkowski, his reign as the WWE uh, 24-7 champion ended after 58 days. I know it's a shock. Who? Uh, Rob Gronkowski. Former the football uh, player, the football player. <laughs> he held a title in what WWE? <laughs> uh, I must have quarantine brain because I'm. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the great. I was just reading this how he lost the title. They show a video of him walking in his backyard, and a person posing as a gardener tackles him, pins him, and takes the title back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's absolutely entertaining. <laughs> I haven't seen the video. I got to pull it up. Man. That's entertaining. Actually. I'm like, well, because he's going back to play football. So his, uh, yeah, his wrestling career has come to an abrupt end. But uh, I just thought that was funny. Hey, Kevin Brockway from CNHI is going to join us next. Uh, he's got a nice piece out on new, new coach Jeff John. But uh, with that, plenty more to talk about. You're listening to Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Larry coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios. Don't forget, Father's Day is coming up. And, man, oh, man, do we have a deal for you. This round's on me at French Lake, the Donald Ross course. Get major, major dad points this Father's Day by trading him to a round on the Donald Ross course at French Lake. Dad plays for a buck, $1, with a full-paid round on Sunday, June 21st. Hurry, tee times will not last. Call 812-936-5523, 812-936-5523. Call him today. Book your reality. We're back with more on Indiana Sports Beat right after this. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I 65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand tossed pizzas. Bold burgers and ice cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs. Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red IU hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. 
Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Ryan Shaddy, with F.C. Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the golf club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. Call 812-824-1100 to make a tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Hey, this is Jordan Halls, former Indiana Hoosier. Keep up with Indiana Sports on Indiana Sports Beat. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Area coming to you from the Golf Club Eagle Point Studios, powered by our rivals. Go to thehoosier.com for complete coverage of uh, Indiana Athletics. Joined now by Kevin Brockway. Kevin, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Looks like uh, sports are on their way back to Indiana. Absolutely. Just got the release out this morning where Indiana University is releasing its plan for the return of its athletes. And, of course, football players on June 15th, we were talking about that just a little ago. Todd, Todd mentioned that Indiana kind of a, a week behind some other schools, uh, but at least the the, it, the process has started, at least. And that's a good sign. Yeah, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, we're talking about June, so I, I don't see that as, as a major deal at this point because I think there'll be obviously plenty of time to catch up. I think the big, re- you know, the big – the big step forward is that they're going to be there and that they're going to be, uh, you know, supervised for workouts uh, by, uh, you know, uh, you've got a new strength coach in in place. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to hand over a workout plan uh, and have people work out on their own. It's another to, you know, be able to have that kind of guidance. And uh, I think as long as you have that guidance uh, going forward for football, it's going to be effective. I I just find it, you know, fascinating, you know, we'll, we'll be talking to Tom Allen in about an hour and a half. Uh, just, you know, how they're going to go about the workouts in this social distancing. <laughs> they're talking about CDC guidelines for social distancing, but, you know, how do you do it? I, I guess you start out in smaller groups and you work your way up. I've seen some plans with regards to that. Um, I've seen, you know, some plans outlined by some teams where, you know, you might not throw football for the first week or two. Uh, so uh, it'll be it'll be curious going forward, but uh, I think certainly eventually you're going to have to get to that uh, – 
you know, face to face contact where, you know, any kind of social distancing, uh, you know, won't be possible. Yeah, I promise you, Taiwan Mullins' defense does not allow for social distancing. Uh, and what's and a point of uh, contention, a piece you put out on, on, on new coach Jason Jones, a new secondary coach, you know, because the secondary is something great, great talk about last year, but this year, even more expectation. This year, they, they have to take a move up, I think. I mean, great coverage from uh, from those guys last year, but they need to become game changers now. That defense has to become a game changer because we we are, there's a lot of expectations on the offensive side. We know what's coming back. Defense, we kind of let them down, I, I guess, in some regards last year, and they need that step up for this team to take a step up. The defense has to move forward, and it starts in the secondary, I think. I agree, Tim, and, you know, what's interesting is when Tom Allen kind of ceded the defensive coordinator duties to Kane Womack last year, what did you see? You saw a little bit of a drop in takeaways, uh, you know, from uh, I think it was 26 a year before to 18, uh, uh, you know, in 2019. Now, there's a little bit of uh, sometimes the way the ball bounces uh, that goes with that, but some of that can be coached too. And uh, it's interesting when you look at the secondary, some of the moves that they're making, you know, moving Jamar Johnson from the Husky spot uh, to that free safety spot. And we saw in the Gator Bowl, you know, that 63-yard interception return for the touchdown. And Jamar Johnson has really good coverage instincts, and he, he really, you know, breaks on the ball well. And I think that will definitely benefit the secondary, having him back there in free safety and moving Brian Fitzgerald, who's really more of a physical guy, to the Husky spot where he can stop the run. So, I think that's a good move. Raheem Lane, moving him back to safety from corner, gives him another ball hawking guy back there. And it's a, it's also going to be a big off season for Devin Matthews uh, as well. I think they're looking for him to step up and be able to make some plays. So, you know, maybe you'll see in that secondary uh, year two under Kane Womack, uh, Jason Jones, who's an experienced guy, he's had success uh, coaching guys at Oklahoma State at Ole Miss uh, last year at FIU, FAU. Uh, he had Mackay Becton, who led led the nation in interceptions with nine. Maybe you'll see more of those takeaways and game-changing plays that you need to win Big Ten games. Yeah, because that's the difference. I mean, if you're not doing that and you're doing what we've seen, you, you could probably go eight and five uh, again pretty easily, uh, which I would probably make a lot of people happy since that's not been the case for a lot of the times. But – I don't think anyone wants to see status quo, and and I think they have a great opportunity to make a, a step forward uh, this season and move in to the very least the top three uh, or in the top four of of the big of the Big Ten East, which you know getting in breaking that that four hole that Penn State, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State have that's a big deal, and I, I think Michigan State's kind of vulnerable right now, and, but they've got to take a step up in all phases of the game, and it starts with defense. No question, Jim. And I, I think that, uh, you know, you, you talk about that about ta- and about the takeaways and making the big plays. And I think sometimes, too, you know, you have to look at scouting reports and what maybe la- after Indiana had so many takeaways uh, in, in 2018, maybe teams got a little more conservative, decided, hey, look, we're going to run the football more. We're going to take care of the ball. Um, but uh, you, you still have to find ways to, to generate those big plays. I think that's uh, – that's going to be important for this uh, defense going forward is to, you know, find a way to get back to being that ball hawking defense. I thought at the end of last season, it improved. But if you remember early in the season, we were asking Tom Allen a lot, Hey, where are the turnovers? You know, I think they only had 
one turnover forced in her first three games, and then progressively it got better. Uh, I think Taiwan Mullen, you know, moving into a starting spot, helped that. Remember, he had a couple of strips in that Northwestern game. He's a ball-hawking guy. So it, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting going forward seeing, uh, you know, if they can build off what they did at the end of last season uh, going into 2020. You just mentioned something that is, to me, the key. Uh, I look back at this team, big plays. I look back at last year, they made really none on either side of the ball. I mean, big, big plays, big, game-changing plays. You don't have that uh, 80-yard interception return for a touchdown that changes the game or an 80-yard breakaway run. They, they, they haven't had those big, gigantic plays, and I, I think that that's, that's a key difference in, in being – average or just above average and and more than that yeah but we saw that potential with mike Penix. i mean if you remember in the ball state game in the season opener that 75 yard touchdown pass to nick westbrook uh, probably should have had another one that westbrook dropped so i think they're there for the taking uh you've just got to execute them uh, you know we mentioned the jamar johnson that big interception return in the gator bowl as well you can make them on the defensive side of the ball like you said you just like to see a few more of those uh, kind of big game-changing place, but it's a process. And listen, you know, Tom Allen is bringing in athletes, as we've discussed. His recruiting has been very good, uh, certainly unprecedented uh, for a school like Indiana, uh, bringing in a lot of athletic players, many from the Southeast, many from Florida. He seems to be tapping into Georgia a little bit more lately and Mississippi and that area. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you've got a lot of guys with a lot of speed, you know, and, and He's getting bigger guys with speed. And when you get that, I think that's part of the process of really uh, building a team, a football team that can be, has potential to be special. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, Todd, kind of comparing with, with football, those talking about those big plays. And in basketball, it's not as not as much really, but there are the big shots, but they just don't come in. It just, in football, it's, it's just magnified so much bigger. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, obviously, when you're talking about, um, you know, the points in general, they score fewer points. So every opportunity to score points is, you know, it's a bigger deal in the game. And, and you know, Indiana's defense, um, you know, I, I really kind of felt like a year ago they were in, you know, kind of containment mode all the time. Like they were always kind of on their heels trying to stop the other team as opposed to the defense going on the field being the aggressor and trying to take the ball away. And, and truly, that's a mindset. And when you talk about 26 turnovers to 18, you know, when you look at percentage-wise of what that is, that's a gigantic difference. I mean, that's, that's not just a little thing. That's a gigantic difference. And to still be able to win eight games and have that fewer, you know, takeaways from your opponent is, is a big deal. And so, you know, I, I just I, – I look at, you know, basketball, you go on these momentum runs. And football, you're not quite able to capitalize and, and make them as prolonged as you can. In basketball, you can just you can go on a run and pound a team. In football, you've got to have a whole nother unit come out on the field. And whether it's offense, it's got to be attacking. And, you know, coaches obviously preach this all the time. But offense or defense, you've got to be attacking. And you've got to be going at them. And, and I really felt like especially the Purdue game was a great example. You know, as we sat there and watched that, before the basketball game that day. I mean, the defense, they came on the field, they almost seemed like they were in prevent the, the whole time. And they were just trying to, you know, bend but not break, and they kept breaking, and, and as opposed to going out and trying to smack Purdue in the mouth and, and, uh, and you know, push them back and make them lose yardage or turn the ball over. So 
I think it's just a mindset when it comes to it. And, and I like, you know, I think Taiwan Mullen is a, I think he's a game changer. He's a program changer. Yes. You know, if, if his attitude rubs off on everyone else, um, I mean, he, he, he gets me fired up just in his <laughs> tweets. So I, I, I look forward to what they're able to do defensively this coming year. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, that, uh, I'll, I'll say in defense of uh, Indiana in that Purdue game is Jeff Brom is is one of the better offensive minds, if not the best offensive mind in the Big Ten. I mean, Purdue's big problem is they can't stop anyone, but uh, he uh, he could he could draw up some plays now, and I think that had I think that had Indiana on their heels a lot throughout that game. But uh, Indiana, believe it or not, still found a way uh, to win that game. Uh, but uh, I thought the Tennessee game in the Gator Bowl really showed, kind of like a final exam, really showed. And, and Tennessee was a team that struggled offensively in the SEC, didn't have great quarterback play, but it was still an SEC team, a big physical team. And I think the defense showed in that game, if, if there can be any kind of carryover I, I, from that game, momentum from that game, I think it will bode well in 2020 uh, for, for IU's defense in terms of showing improvement. I agree. You know, and as I think about those – the turnovers, the six less turnovers, and Todd pointed out that the number you gave, that's six lost opportunities to score, and that's generally the the, the point over, uh, turnover is, is a game changer, and then, and that's when it halves, the points off turnovers. That's a, a category of people. It's when you have six less opportunities, hell, that's half your games. I mean, so there's half your games you had a less opportunity of winning, and uh, so, yeah, getting those turnovers back up, is critical, and I know that that's something that's going to be a point of contention for Tom Allen because he took such pride in it, and as he should have. I mean, he, that, that defense was flowing under him. I know he wants to get it back to that with him being his head coach, and they seem to be heading in that direction. No question. One more, you know, one interesting point about basketball too: turnovers can be really demoralizing in basketball as well, and runouts. And I saw that with a lot of Florida teams I covered over the years: the ability to to get those easy baskets and runouts, And I think, you know, Rob Finnessy was a guy last year that was a little banged up, but he's a good all ball defender. But I think that would be something you'd probably like to see from Indiana going forward. Maybe you'll get it from Christian Lander or some other backcourt guys, Trey Galloway, Jordan Geronimo, who are, you know, who are, who are, you know, supposed to be pretty good ball hawk defenders coming in, uh, you know, Hey, creating more of those runouts, and, and that makes it a lot easier on your offense when you can score, 10, 15, 20 points per game off turnovers consistently. I'm sure uh, Coach Knight didn't mind turnovers, did he, Todd? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, you know, we were scared to death of, to create, to have a turnover. But on the other end, like, that's that's truly where I started getting that, you know, that mindset of being aggressive defensively because we weren't just trying to keep the other team from scoring. Like, we were trying to take things away, and and that creates a ton of turnovers. And, and you know, that – that's just where I mean I, I keep relating it to football, but but you know basketball is very similar, and, and I like uh, I like the speed of guys that are coming in. I like the the how um, how much energy they bring. I guess I'll say you know I, I think Justin Smith, um, not to beat on him because he's gone, but but uh, I like the fact that we're going to have somebody in that position that plays faster. Going to look fun. Kevin, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking time to join us. Make sure you go to uh, his story. you got a story. we got it up on the site as well uh, from all CNHI papers, but a good piece on on new coach Johns and as of the football season. Now that they've got some work to do, Kevin, they're coming back to campus. No question. Yeah, and I'll have a story later in the week also on transfers and the one-time transfer rule a little bit about trying to get Tom Allen's thoughts on it going forward. And there's been a lot of player movement that's affected uh, – 
Indiana football and basketball wise, and obviously up to state and Purdue losing a couple of players. So uh, that's going to be interesting as, as well as we see the, uh, the player carousel continue throughout the country. Yeah, and then all, Indiana gets a, a kind of a bonus, but they expected an extra year uh, for the uh, Stanford transfer. So that's going to – that bode, they continue giving get nice little positives uh, adding up. Dylan Powell. No question. Big guy that's going to help inside, and he's a guy that uh, can play some guard and some center. Um, I, I think Kreider will probably be the guy at center, but Dylan Powell can fill in there. But I, I, he'll be competing uh, for a starting spot definitely at left guard. All right, brother. I appreciate you joining us as always. Hope you go out and have yourself a uh, great day. Make sure you follow. Give him a follow. Kevin Brockway from CNHI Papers. All right. Thank you. You bet, brother. There he is. Always appreciate Kevin joining us here on the program. Uh, yeah, that's – looking forward to football. Once we get there, that's the thing. Indiana should have a – this should be a fun season. And, man, the first game you open up on the road at Wisconsin, what an environment – Camp Randall Stadium. Uh, Who? Uh, look, I'd watch flag football right now if it was if they <laughs> go out and play. So it's it's exciting to get to talk about it. You know, this is we knew it wasn't just going to be. You know, we we snap our fingers and one day all of a sudden stuff's back on TV. This is what has stuff has to open up. It has to gradually you know up and up and and um, we see how safe things are and we'll just keep doing a little bit more and more all the time and and. You know, I, that that whole part of um, we're going to bring back a few players at a time and all that, you know, that that's going to last a very short period of time. And then they're all going to be – it sounds good on paper. It sounds like the right way to go and all that. But it won't be very long before they're hitting each other and, you know, working out in the in the weight rooms all together. And it's, it won't be long before it's just full, full blow 100% again. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to have to because uh, there's no way you can play football. Like I talked about, Taiwan Mullen, he's in your face, which is what you got to be. So, and football, or it doesn't even matter what sport you're talking about. There, there's there's very few sports that just allow you to remain six feet apart from whoever you're guarding or even teammates. So it's it's, it's not coaches, not possible. Nope, it sure isn't. And and I, you know, I think once they get back and get in their rhythms and their routines, I, you know, I mean. Heck, people are right next to each other at the grocery store right now. I mean, it, it's it, it's just going to get back. It, it's we've got to get it opened up. We got to kind of see how it goes. Make sure there's no huge outbreaks, and as long as there's not, I think stuff will will get. This is the fa- this is the first thing that has to happen for it to start happening faster. We're there, yeah. It's uh, we, we, we the state is allowed. We got recreational sports that are coming around, so uh, things are going to be picking up here. And now you've seen a, a town and a campus that have been empty, and uh, they've got to repopulate that. And uh, it's just you got to then you repopulate the students into, into the city. It's it's a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of lot, lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of a lot of decisions to make, and and luckily they're smarter people than you and I that are making them. I was going to say, I was going to volunteer you to put you in charge. <laughs> yep. Nope. I'm out. Uh, Indiana elite had their first practice not too long ago. Alec uh, Lasley's got a great write up on the, the Hoosier.com. Uh, he's talked about Trey Kaufman's just look, just looks, looks more athletic. And I'm like, man, can you imagine? Cause he, he could, if, if, if 
he's one of those guys that can fill out before you leave high school because that doesn't happen a lot. But when it does, it's a marked difference. And you can just, wow, it's just a difference in a kid when you see a kid that has matured before they leave high school because most don't. Well, it's part of the reason why Trace Jackson Davis was so successful his freshman year because he came in, he he looked like a sophomore slash junior already um, in just, you know, his physicalness and his size, and, and he didn't get pushed around a lot. Exactly. I mean, most kids come in with those skinny legs, and it, dude, was he, he was he was ready to bang from day yeah. one. Hit, how, strong, to. how strong he was with the ball is, is truly what separated him last year from most freshmen. And it does. And and it, it, wow. And that really can catapult you to that next year because of, uh, if you're not there, then you're just catching up, but he's already ahead of the game. Luckily. No doubt. We got a lot more coming up here on Indiana sports speed from Coral and Larry from the golf club, Eagle point studios powered by rivals. Hey, make sure you're looking for a great deal. Got that for you as uh father's day coming up this round's on me dad plays for a buck get major dad points as father's day treat him to a round on the donald ross course at french lick dad plays for one buck with a full paid round on sunday june 21st hurry tea times won't last give him a call 812-936-5523 812-936-5523 give him a call today book your father's day outing we're back with more indiana sports beat from the golf club Eagle point studios right after this everybody, Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red IU hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Rain Shaddy, with FC Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the golf club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. Call 812-824-1100 to make a tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. 
This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. This is James Blackman Jr., former Indiana Hoosier. Make sure you're keeping up with the Hoosiers on Indiana Sports Beat. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat. Coyle here with you here. Coming to you from the Golf Company Point Studios, powered by rivals. Go to thehoosier.com for complete coverage of the uh, Indiana Athletics. I know there's a lot of uh, football position reviews up there. Jordan Gould's got a bunch of stuff up. Well, Coleman's got some stuff up. There's lots of stuff up there to read. Lots to read if you're bored. Todd Larry won't be bored today. I know where he's heading in a little while. Yep, it'll be a practice day. It'll be a practice golf day. Wasn't very good yesterday, so got some things to work on. <laughs> well, I, I saw that end shot that you didn't want to end on. <laughs> yeah. Drive, I, uh, drive of the day. Golly. I mean, blistered that thing for like 320 or whatever that was. Yeah, it didn't do me a lot of good. I uh, I figured out a way to screw it up. Drive for a show, putt for dough, right? No, I didn't, I've never understood why they say that. Because <laughs> I know, then I it doesn't make no sense. They're driving in the trees all the time. <laughs> yeah. the the That's right. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Yeah, if you can't get to the show, there's nothing you, to show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can't drive it and play, you, you, you're you not going to score very well. Uh, you, lots of golf going on outside. Like, of course, we're at, at Eagle Point, of course. And then I've been talking about it for Slick. There's just a, uh, lots. You talk about getting outside. You want to get outside. There, there's a way to get outside. You can still social distance. Um, and, and I'll tell you, we, we, we have these groups where we end up playing. And, and I, I'm, co- I'm conscious of it. I don't think everybody's conscious of it, but I am. I mean, I, I use my driver to keep people at bay. I'm like, going, hey, let's keep doing this. It's now. very hard to break habits. I mean, I've met a, a lot of new people here at, at Eagle Point in the last, you know, few days and, and weeks. And and truly people, especially people who've been at work all day and then they come out and play golf, like they're in the habit of shaking hands. I shook hands with three guys yesterday and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not supposed to do that. I just, yeah, I, it's just a habit. It's It's a 40 year old habit. that's hard to break. That's one I've quickly broken. Yeah, but it's still, it's like when you see, you see, you see Jessica was out with you. The first thing is, hey, you want to give her a hug? And it's like, yeah. it's just weird. It's just like, hey, hey, how are you? It's st- you're still going through that awkwards of, oh yeah, we can't do that. What do, we, do I raise my elbow? Do I give you a fist? Well, do you remember? Like, do you remember? And I don't know, honestly. Like, who who started the fist bump? I mean, like, I, in my mind, I give like Michael Jordan credit. Like, I don't know why I remember that from the Bulls back then, but but that became a thing. And, you know, it was all of a sudden then you'd have the one guy do the put his fist out, and the other guy put his hand out to shake your hand. You're like, 
then you don't know which one to do. Well, then and when you got kind of different normal. things, then it became kind of a normal where, you know, fist bumping became a thing. Like it was, it was kind of normal. Now what's it going to be? I mean, I now like we're going to air like fist old, bump. I like the old Bass Brothers, the forearm to forearm. It's too still close for little, me. It's hey, too close for me. Well, you're not touching hands that way. You're just a boom, boom. Yeah, but your bodies are too close to each other at that point. Fist bump. I mean, we but both you, got our arms out. We're you gotta we have got, that physical contact. That's we the got whole plenty boom. Of dis- difference. Yeah, yeah. The well, Japanese uh, had the Japanese had it right a long time ago. Just stay away, stay six feet away, and bow. Yeah, I mean, you, you know what? You know what? I can't stand. Is there anything worse than a weak handshake? Oh, like what's your my. first impression of somebody, and they give you that limp handshake? I, you you want to like, pull away? You're like, oh, what? What? It's like, whoa, what we got all going I, on? You know, I made a thing years ago when a dude, when a, when a guy comes up and gives you a weak handshake, I do it like you would do a woman. I just like turn it sideways and give him a little kiss on his <laughs> on the outside of his hand because I'm like, well, I assume that's what you wanted with that weak ass handshake you just gave me. It didn't go. It didn't catch on. Uh, Not I very many ima- people caught onto that one. I can't imagine that didn't fly. Shocker. Nope. Nope. Alan hit up the text and I said, just watch the numbers in the protest cities. That will tell us to, oh, I'm not sure. Well, I guess that's going back to something else I said. I, that's the bad thing about the text coming in. I, you don't see him. You go back. But what was I talking about? Uh, I have to catch back up. But, uh, yeah, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, uh, I, I don't even want to get on a rampage on, oh, no, on the no, protesting no. and all that stuff. It's oh, just... no. Yeah, I'm leaving that for everybody else. We've yep, got enough people yep. talking about that. Uh, but, yeah, the IU athletes are returning uh, on a staggered schedule. We talked about that earlier, but football, of course, first and foremost, coming back. But then, you know, what was it, uh, cross country that doesn't come back until August, which, eh, you go run. <laughs> you can run anywhere. Eh, go run. Eh, go run eight miles. Which I'm, it, not, it, I'm not knocking them. Trust me. because so, I can't do it. I, I'm not I knocking them. I cannot do it. I'm just saying it's on, a lot easier to prepare for cross country, say, than football. That's all. Let's just let's just say this. I was on campus this morning already, and I saw a group of guys running that if they're not on the cross country team, then they're just guys that love to run and are really good at it because they were flying down the street at a pace I couldn't run 40 yards in. And they looked like they were deep into this run. So, I, you know – cross country and and track are probably sports where um, you could probably get away with the most virtual training, Um, you know, get, get your coaches on there to, you know, go through it. And, you know, with all the, I'm sure there's, there's different ones and more advanced ones, but like the map, my run apps and things like that. I mean, they can keep track of their times and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it, it, when you look at football, I mean, football needs to get back in there because they need, they need supervised weightlifting and training. And, and drills and, and basketball's right behind it um you know the things that, that we talked about a minute ago i mean so when when we talk about facilities opening up i mean i'm going to be selfish here when it comes to this but iu has a brand new golf course that when they talk about june 15th i mean is that brand new golf course going to be opened up june 15th because uh, the french lick donald or, i mean the pete die course at french lick is incredible like it is absolutely incredible um, the, uh, the new IU golf course is also going to be incredible and I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing it. Yeah. It, it, that's something that people just can't forget. Um, we've talked about it before, but that's, this is a top notch golf yeah, course. I mean, it's legit 
Fuzzy Zeller was not the guy that designed it, but he was involved. I can't remember the the designer's name, but uh, Fuzzy was involved in it as well, though. And 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 you know that that's he's a top notch professional that has played every major course in the world. Uh, so you have guys that are, uh, yeah, the best, and you know that they have not. They didn't tear down that golf course and go through all the trouble, expense, time of putting up a brand new one to not put up a a. a elite facility and looking forward to it, man. And especially well, I, can you imagine Southern falls this fall when the colors and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I, I don't even want to think about it because fall leads to cold weather. So I don't <laughs> want to think about that, but, but I, I do like, I am super excited about that golf course. If you've, you know, if you, if you've been to IU in the last 40 years and you ever played that IU golf course, you know it was desperately in need of, of some big-time changes. It wasn't just changes. It was torn down, for lack of a better term, and recreated because it is, uh, it's not on the same – it's in the same area but not the same exact pieces of ground. So uh, it, it is – it's different and special and awesome, and, and it is going to be uh, – it's something I, you can be super proud of, and they'll host a lot of big tournaments there in the future. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to that being a part of that. And, and having you got the birds chirping today. I hear you. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I wonder if they will. Yeah, I, we can see, of course, Big Ten tournament. That, that, that's a no doubter, but well, bigger than that. Well, first, it's, there'll be but, a lot of state. There'll be state tournaments like the state open. Purdue's very fortunate. Purdue's got a great uh, the camping golf course up there. They host the, you know a lot of state, big time state tournaments, state amateurs, state opens different things like that. But, you know, I could see, um, yeah, it'll, it'll take some time to fill in and develop. I mean, this pandemic from a golf course maturing perspective couldn't have been, I mean, the weather's been good for the rain because that, that helps it. And now you've got the sunshine and it is, you know, it it should be in top notch condition early on. If you, if you planned a recipe for, opening a golf course, this has to <laughs> fall in to the exact perfect, the yes. perfect, the best scenario you can dream of is this scenario. It is. No play. Be- because you always, you know, what happens when a new golf course opens up, you know, when it, when it's developed, it you sell death. the memberships, you get people, and, and people, the second it's even possible to play on it, they want to get on it and play on it. And, and you know, to be able to say, hey, you know what, we're going to hold people off for another three months. That's a big time difference, and and you know it, it can't do anything but help the maturity of that golf course, and it'll, I think it'll ha- have a lot of benefits from it in the future. It's kind of like taking a seventh grader and putting him on the varsity and say, "Have at it." Mm-hmm. You're just going to get beat to death. It's going to stunt your growth. Yep. Uh, and, and then and then it's on the flip side. It's like taking taking someone that's older and ready to play and saying, "Hey, we're just going to hold you back and play. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna." let you mature a little bit more and then we're going to send you out there and for the wolves and it, this course is going to be it's it's special so it, it, but that deal that that we're talking about the the uh bring your father for father's day to the pete die course in French Lick, oh my god well i'm telling you what you will forget uh, it's expensive i mean the place is expensive there's no two ways about that but this is an unbelievable deal basically buy one get one free and and th- you will forget you're in the state of Indiana when you play that golf course. It is that that incredible and that nice. There's not very many courses uh, where you you know you feel like you're 
you know, you're not in the state of Indiana or you're not in the area you're in. And that course is one of them. I remember the first time I stood on that course in November, in a November drizzle, and how I just marveled at how unbelievably beautiful where I was standing, how lush the grass. I, it was like it was like I thought I was in Ireland. It was yeah. just well, emerald green. It was just mind boggling. Well, you know, you know, Jessica's from the hillbilly sticks of Virginia. And, <laughs> uh, I always say that that you know, like especially down at French Lick and even here in Bloomington, like I, I call these mountains and stuff that are around us because they're gigantic hills and and all that i mean she's from city actually boy. in the mountains uh and so but but even her that's it, been in a place that that you know she lives in the in the valley of a bunch of mountains and even her on that course just was marveled at how beautiful it was and all the undulation with the ups and downs and the the shot differences it was it, it's incredible yeah, it's just and like I said, those fall colors. Wow, it was something. Yeah, yeah. stop saying that. Let's. Well, enjoy I'm just the saying. Winter. Oh yeah, let's enjoy <laughs> the summer. Don't worry, we're going to. It's it's going to be all that in, in, in a bag of chips. Don't worry, uh, coming up. But I appreciate everybody taking the time to join us today. As always, looking forward to doing it again tomorrow. We'll be right back at it. Hope you go out and have a, yourself a great day, and uh, make sure you hit up on the Hoosier.com for any coverage of the. Indiana Athletics that you need to get and hit up. If you're looking for a Father's Day gift, man, Todd just told you about it. We'll tell you again. Uh, father, basically buy one, get one free. Uh, Dad plays for a dollar at the Donald Ross course. It's just I've never heard. I don't know. They don't even do that. They it's don't just, even. They don't make deals down there. So that no, is, this they is don't correct. have to. But so uh, you take advantage. You're lucky. This is it's just a it never happens. But score some major dad points this Father's Day. Treat him to a round on the Donald Ross course at Fred Slick. Dad plays for one dollar with a full paid round on Sunday, June 21st. Give him a call. 812-936-5523. 812-936-5523. Uh, yeah, you better book those now. The but, golf course uh, is open. Uh, even though the casino in the area down there has been closed, the golf courses are open down there. So, Give my Head friend Brendan down. a yell when you're down there. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to it, man. And I hope everybody goes out and has a great day. Thanks a lot to Amanda Cahill for joining us and also Kevin Brockway for taking time as well. Uh, until tomorrow, for Todd Larry, Jimmy, I'm Jim Coyle, and I will see you on the radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.